Welcome back to the Sunday No Huddle. Andy Olson joined by Robert Rosenthal from IlliniBoard.com. As usual, and Robert, there were points during Saturday's game where it felt like we we're going to have a very different conversation today. But that fourth quarter happens and Illinois falls to Wisconsin. Let's first start with, I think, the play that almost set everything off, which is the targeting call on Johnny Newton. From your perspective, did you see things go differently from that point from the Illini losing their best player? Oh, 100%. I mean, part of it obviously is the wind. Points were only scored in the south end zone. Teams were just trying to survive the quarter when they had to go into the wind and were really throwing the ball and moving the ball when they had the wind at their backs. But yes, you, you take out the player who's playing the best of any player on the field, who forces a fumble on that play, um, that's that's going to alter a game significantly, and and it and it did. Yeah. What do you make of Brett Bielema's response post game, which was saying that he got zero explanation from the refs in this one, almost really came out I think as as the most frustrated that I've seen him with the officiating in this one. Not to say that you know it was the wrong call. Everyone's going to have their own opinion of what happened. This kind of seems what targeting is. But specifically, what do you make of Bielema's comments? I feel like we are so conditioned to understand targeting now that we almost don't understand it. What I mean by that is, say you go back 15 years and just tell somebody, okay, there's going to be a scenario where you come unblocked, you tackle the quarterback, you force a fumble, but that's a bad play in the game because of where the angle of a certain helmet hits and the shove and whether the shove was too harsh. I mean, on the field it was called roughing the passer. So just the thought of coming unblocked and tackling the quarterback can be roughing the passer. Just that alone is mind-boggling without this understanding that, oh, well, they're trying to protect and this and that. So just even understanding the rule is difficult, which, is, which leads me to answer your question of, you know, what is Coach Bielma thinking? He wants an explanation, and he can't get an explanation during the game. It has to be maddening of he watches his guy make a play, doesn't understand what the call is, and won't get told why his best player was kicked out of the game. It's, it's a crazy situation. I understand it. I understand. Look, Illinois fans remember four years ago playing Iowa. Brandon Peters knocked out of a game. Wasn't even a penalty called. You know, Illinois fans have, have, have we've spent a lot of times asking for those calls, asking for, hey, that's targeting of the quarterback. But to see it not applied there, to see it applied here, to see it change this game, it's it's a crazy situation. There were some good in that game. For me, Luke Altmaier, I think, had his best game as Illinois quarterback. You look at the stats, maybe it doesn't look like that. Only 100 yards passing in this one. But I felt like he played a safe game in the pocket. And most importantly, that decision-making uh, that we've seen questioned at points during this season seemed to be really shored up as he scrambled at moments. and ended up picking a hundred up or picking up a hundred yards rushing in this one as well. Yeah, I think again, I go back to the wind that if you, if you look at the score sheet, you look at when who had the wind, who had it back, who was going into the wind, you know, 46 points scored in this game of those 39, I guess were scored with the wind at your back and the only seven scored the other way was the Illinois touchdown into the wind in the second quarter. Mm -hmm. So in that sense, you kind of look at the offensive stats as to how did those offenses do when they could throw the ball in those two quarters? And that's the difference in the game, right? That was 18 points from Wisconsin in that quarter. 
But, you know, when Luke Altmar did have the wind at his back, he was throwing well. So I don't really look too much at the only 100 yards passing. Um, you know, th this was a very, very solid game from the quarterback. That wasn't the issue. The issue was Illinois had the wind in the first and third, put up that, you know, 21-7 lead. And then the job is once Wisconsin has the wind, you hold them off. And there was none of that, again, with Johnny Newton uh, no longer on the field. Caden Fagan having a good day as well with Reggie Love out for this game. Same case as it was against Maryland. Now Illinois has this bye week, one that they have felt like they've been waiting for for quite a while. It's hard to split the season up into eight games and then four games, I feel like, which is something that they're not used to considering the last two seasons they had week zero games and got an extra bye week in there. But yep. I have to imagine that it's going to be a lot of healing in this bye week. It's going to be a lot of preparing for that Minnesota game on the road. And I want to know from your perspective, how big do you think this week off is going to be as far as this last third of the season coming up? Yeah, I mean, when Johnny Newton was kicked out of the game, you know, your first thought was, oh, man, that means both Newton and Randolph are out of that game. You know, when you when you're missing your two anchors on defense and Matt Bailey's already out for the season, you know, when you're missing those key guys, that's the, you know, just having Keith Randolph yesterday, just being able to say, okay, our one anchor is out, our other anchor, it's time for, you know, we need you to go in there and make a play kind of thing, to be missing both of them, that's rough. So if they do get Reggie Love back, if they do get um, Keith Randolph back, if they do get some of these other injured guys back, it would be a big boost. Even, you know, we saw Zy Chrysler go into the tent for the third time this year and get his ankle rewrapped. You know, it seems like it's happened all season. You know, just some of those injuries that are lingering to have two weeks off of just let some of those things heal. It's it's big for a program. Like yeah, considering that uh, there is only four games left and we look at the situation where Illinois finds itself as far as playing a 13th game. We've kept hearing Brett Bielema say all season 12 guaranteed games. We know that their goal was to get that 13th game. They have to win three of these last four. I feel like of course, Maryland was encouraging with the win, even still without the game on Saturday ended with Wisconsin. I still consider that an encouraging sign of where the program is now versus where they were at points to begin the season, Robert. And as you look at those final four, do you see three wins in there for the Alane? They all seem like, especially after Hawkeyes lose to Minnesota, that they could all be there if Illinois wants to take them. Yeah, I mean, you start with Northwestern and Indiana, both at home. Both are teams that are going to go three and nine, four and eight, those type of teams. You have to win those two at home, especially after you've lost these last few games at home. Um, so those have to be wins. And then you're basically looking at Minnesota and Iowa, and you have to win one of those two if you want to get that sixth win in a bowl game. So, um, yeah, two massive road games. Kind of feels like uh, November of, of 2021 where they went to Minnesota and they had Iowa and they, you know, they, it was the same kind of setup. Northwestern coming to, to Champaign for the finale. Uh, kind of feels like that. This time you've got to win three of four and uh, it's not going to be easy. Uh, this is not a team that's really going to blow anybody out, but they're going to play that close game and they made the close play at the, at the end of the Maryland game for the win and Wisconsin really made the plays yesterday and that made the difference. We'll finish with an abstract thought, which is now that we're 8 of 12 through the season. Where do you think this team has gotten better the most? Because like I said, they, they've made big improvements from I feel like the team that we saw at the beginning of the season. From your perspective, what area do you think 
has gotten the most better and has needed to get the most better through eight games. In my mind, it is 100% field position. That's what really was costing Illinois in September. Uh, the Purdue game was that classic example. The Nebraska game, you know, we, we talked about that three weeks ago. You know, all the things that happened in the Nebraska game to give Nebraska the ball at like the 23-yard line. They threw an interception. They had a fumble. They, you know, had a punt partially blocked that went 10 yards. They, they had a kickoff they let bounce and recovered. You know, everything you can do to say, oh, here, now you only got 20 yards to go to score. They did it in that game, and that was costing them. In these last two games, they've been winning that field position battle, including yesterday. And they were forcing those last two Wisconsin scoring drives. They went, what, 80 yards and 83 yards, something like that. So um, they did what they needed to do to force them into deep fields. And, and Wisconsin came up with a 14-play drive to, to win the game. And so, you know, th those are the type of things that were missing. That's how they were getting so far behind against Purdue. You know, the mistakes, the penalties, everything was just killing them. They fixed some of that. The penalties were still poor yesterday. Um, but if they can keep winning that field position battle, there are winnable games of this month. All right, we're going to get our rest as well on the Sunday no huddle with the uh, bye week and close the chapter on October. We prepare for a fun four weeks to end the year in November, Robert. Still a lot to play for for the Illini, and I'm excited to break down the rest of it come next month. Sounds good. I'm ready for a, for a better month. <laughs> exactly. We hope it comes. Thanks, Thanks Robert. Dave.